welcome to the Travel Coach Network podcast, your weekly dose of travel coach info, inspo, and news from around the globe. Tune in to each episode to hear inspiring stories of successful travel coaches who are building their lives and business around travel, all while exploring around the world. You'll also learn all about travel coaching, setting intentions for a trip, adding meaning to travel, and how you can grow your own travel coaching business. Because remember, there is more to a travel career than just blogging and bookings. Now, join me as we reshape how and why people travel. Before we get to today's episode, we have a quick, small ask for you. In a moment, could you pause this episode, go to your favorite podcast player, and leave a review for this podcast? Even if you leave five stars and no words, we so appreciate that effort. When you leave reviews for podcasts, that helps them get discovered by the right people. So that means a future aspiring travel coach could discover this podcast because of your review. We so, so appreciate you taking the time to do that. We'll give you a second to pause this episode and do that now if you can. You back? Okay, great. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Travel Coach Network podcast. It is I, Sahar Savor, the founder of the Travel Coach Network and the creator and instructor of the Travel Coach Certification Program. Today, I'm going to be talking about an article that I saw in Business Travel News about how business travel has been managed all wrong all along or the possibility of it being managed wrong. And my reaction to that is that I believe that travel tourism in general has been managed all wrong all along. And I'm going to share why. I believe that the tourism industry as a whole has been managed wrong all along. Like I said, when we see any travel-related advertisement, we see things like crystal blue waters, luscious palm trees, the amenities of a property, maybe it's the size of the pool or the new spa that they have or their fitness center or how comfortable the bed is or the size of the stateroom or the suite room or the types of aromatherapies that are in the shower, the products that they partner with that are going to be in your room for you. Or we see some of the Instagram worthy photos, which often, as we know, set unrealistic expectations of a place anyways. With all of hotels, cruise lines, tourism boards, destinations, travel agencies, tour operators, and resorts highlighting the same surface level things about a place, they're really missing the mark on how to speak to and attract travelers as a whole. Although their strategies worked in the past, tourism and hospitality companies are doing themselves a big disservice. And this includes you as a travel business owner, if you've been doing everything the old school way and the way that you've been taught in the past. Um, You're doing yourself a disservice by ignoring the fact that the entire industry had been flipped upside down, shaken up, stopped, and reset, bringing about new priorities, new decisions, interests, and expectations of travelers. So why continue doing the same old thing when times and the industry have changed? That's the main question. Instead, companies need to tap into what transformative or wellness-related things that either their property, their destination, or their service has to offer that satisfy their ideal consumer-specific needs and desires that brought them there in the first place. And if you are a travel coach, a travel agent, a travel business owner, a life coach who is listening to this podcast, anyone who's looking to serve travelers, 
it also applies to you. I want you to think about the deeper, more meaningful reasons for why your travelers want to travel. It isn't about their preferences on what kind of loyalty points they have for the hotels. Do they prefer leg room? Do they want a layover or not? How many kids they have? You know, how big is the room that they have? How many beds do they get in the room? Do they prefer nightlife? Do they, what kind of cuisine do they prefer? What decisions have they made in the past on their trips? That, none of that speaks to the actual traveler themselves. Those are all very surface level things, like I mentioned. And if everywhere offers those things, of course, everyone, pretty much everyone wants to relax on a beach and loves the ocean, but it's the why. Why do they want to, why do they crave to be at the beach? Is it, you know, on a human level, I know for myself, uh, the beach calms my anxiety. It, it calms my stress. It's a place for me to self-reflect. It's a place for me to journal. It's a place for me to relax and reset and to be myself. That's a more deeper reason than just saying, look how beautiful the beach is you know, and all the pool toys that you get or, you know, the, the cabanas that they offer go beneath the surface. And I'm not talking about how grandiose a spa is of a place or what type of treatments that they offer, how beautiful the beach is or how big the suite is, how much nightlife a place has or how great the restaurants are, or how many outdoor activities there are to do. There's decades worth of research on how beneficial traveling and all of its elements, which I call elements, which are including things like human connection, nature, community, the act of exploration, local food, et cetera, can be on our mental, emotional, social, physical, intellectual, spiritual, and even our professional well-being. Yet no one wants to go there in the industry. I became a wellness travel coach years ago for this exact reason and then started the Travel Coach Network when I had other travelers reaching out with similar beliefs that I did. Travel coaches understand the human need to get away and explore and how powerful travel is as a tool to help us in various aspects of our life, our work life, and our well-being. Over the years, I have asked thousands of travelers why they traveled and what travel means to them. Not once did I ever get an answer of to go to a spa or to eat at an expensive steak at a five-star restaurant or to sleep in a comfortable bed. People's responses were a lot more meaningful than that. In summary, they said that they traveled to heal, to learn, grow, to live, to feel alive again, to connect, and other personal reasons. We all travel for different reasons every time that we go on a trip, but we always have an underlying motivation for the trip or an outcome that we hope to happen. So why aren't travel and hospitality companies matching what they offer to the needs of who they're trying to attract? I believe it's time that we all reshape how and why travel is used and viewed and use it as a tool to help us thrive in all aspects of our life. I want you to be sure to follow us at the Travel Coach Network on Instagram. Learn more about us at thetravelcoachnetwork.com and come give us a hello. We'd love to have you join us in our TCN Global Community on Facebook. The link for that and your free beginner's guide to travel coaching is in the show notes. If you know of anyone who may be interested in travel coaching, please be sure to send them our way to our podcast. We truly appreciate it. And until next time, my fellow wanderers, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Travel Coach Network podcast. 
If you're brand new to the world of travel coaching, you must grab our free beginner's guide to travel coaching in the show notes. Then come share your takeaway from this episode in the Travel Coach Network global community. It's our free Facebook group for aspiring and thriving travel coaches. See you there.